An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out ZoomCalls.com. That's ZoomCalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right. Day two of talking here about the coronavirus. We're going to talk about that today. Some things have happened. Some reports came out yesterday. Uh, Some other news, some effects on the market that has continued. You could say that there's some folks who have... uh, I don't know. There's a degree of panic, I think, in, in some some circumstances. We'll talk about all this today. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. For those of you who want to go to the Facebook page and like it, you can like it. I'll let you do that. Wink, wink. Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. Watch the program live or on demand so long as the Jokers at Facebook allow us to do that. So good to be here this morning. Thank you for joining us. And again, email Todd at ToddFShow.com with questions, thoughts, comments, opinions. Um, I get back with the, uh, as quickly as possible. In fact, I've got a couple that I've got to still get back uh, to folks on. But nonetheless, be patient with me here. A lot of things, a lot of things going on behind the scenes that uh, in, 
you don't necessarily know because I don't uh, talk talk about it. But anyway, good to be here, and I appreciate you you joining us. So, California is now monitoring, according to Governor Gavin Newsom, monitoring at least eighty four hundred people for the coronavirus. Gavin Newsom also said that thirty three people have tested positive. For COVID-19, that's the coronavirus. Um, We also learned that the individual, the first individual that we know of that contracted the illness, that contracted the virus um, in, what's the county in California? Uh, Solano County. Remember, this was the individual, I mentioned this yesterday, the individual who had contracted the virus without... Just auto play around here, but folks, um, the, the the first individual who tested positive for the the virus without having they couldn't trace it back to China. They don't know where this individual caught it. Now the reports are out that the CDC took four days, four days to test this individual for the coronavirus. So now there's questions about, well, then there's a shortage of kits. I think, did I see California only has 200 kits? Um, I've seen that folks in, I know I saw in Hawaii and probably elsewhere, but I definitely saw folks in Hawaii that were stocking up, you know, on boxing. Not not just stocking up. I mean, full carts of Kleenex and that sort of thing. So anyway, degree of panic. The markets have taken a hit this week. The markets have taken a hit. Um, folks, in fact, earnings are now being cut back. In fact, I even saw on Drudge this morning, see if I can find that. I didn't read the whole story, but I did see that I think it was City. I'd have to scroll down and see this here. But there's um, some, some companies that are cutting back their earnings reports and Bank of America. Bank of America cuts forecasts to lowest since the financial crisis. So there's lots of concerns. Yellen is talking about um, at the Fed is talking about this possibly throwing the economy into recession. And so there's panic, but there's also, in addition to panic, there's some there's some cheering, which is a bizarre way of looking at this situation. There's actually cheering. You think about this. And when I say on here that everything is political, everything is political, I don't mean that. Now, there might be some things excluded from that list, but they are that, that list is shrinking almost by a day-to-day basis. But there was cheering during, I don't even like to mention the name of this stupid program on here, but during The View, <laughs> The View with Whoopi Goldberg, Joy Behar, Megan McCain and I don't know who else is up there on the stage. I don't watch this stuff, but I did watch this this particular clip. Um, they're talking about coronavirus. Of course, they're being critical of Trump, Trump's choice of Pence to lead this, I don't know, this um, effort to try to prevent this from being a, a large problem, trying to prevent the rapid spread of the virus and so forth that 
of course, was criticized, and we might get into that as the program comes together. But I just want to talk about what happened as this debate was going on. Megan McCain was was talking and saying some things, and there was, of course, some crosstalk. And she said, "I hear clapping. I hear clapping back behind the stage." And basically, folks are cheering, cheering for the virus. I mean, that's what it appeared to me. Cheering for Trump's team not to be able to adequately stop the coronavirus. They're cheering for this. I'll let that sink in for a moment. Everything is, in fact, political. On a lighter note, I saw at the end of a, well, whatever the show is, what is Fox, the, the early Fox and Friends, not the one that's on it that starts now, the one that's on before that. At the very end of the program, I saw a survey had been um, had been released saying that thirty eight percent of people surveyed are avoiding Corona beer because of the Corona virus. Now I don't know if folks are having fun with that. I like to think so. I hope that thirty eight percent of people surveyed did not think that the coronavirus was connected to Corona beer, although I have little doubt that some of them, some of them think so. And in fact, if you overlay uh, the people who think coronavirus can come from Corona beer and people who think that education can be completely free and that uh, socialism can create a utopia on earth, I bet there's a correlation in there. But anyway, on a little bit of lighter note, we've got Corona beer, um, of course, People thinking apparently or jokingly thinking that uh, Corona beer can cause the coronavirus. But this is look. There's a we need to be serious about this. We shouldn't be cheering. My goodness, I wouldn't be cheering if thank heaven she's not president. But I wouldn't be cheering for coronavirus to spread if Hillary Clinton were president. If Bernie Sanders, God forbid, were president. If Mike Bloomberg, God forbid, was president of the United States or Joe Biden. By the way, I'm reminded through all this. Do you remember back during the, was it swine, swine flu, bird flu? One of these things. Um, back in 2009, do you remember this? Joe Biden actually goes on, I think the Today Show, goes on the Today Show and says that people should avoid planes and subways. <laughs> do you remember this? Uh, he said <laughs> he said when he was asked on an interview of the Today Show, I, I looked for the clip of this. Now, I don't want to fuel any conspiracy theories out there, and I didn't look as I didn't have a tremendous amount of time to look for this because it occurred to me not too long ago this morning as I was making final preparations for the show. But I couldn't find the audio. I could find the story, but I couldn't find the audio or video even of of this soundbite. So who knows what that what to make of that but i did see where the the transcript is still in the annals of history here at politico.com joe biden said i would tell members of my family and i have i wouldn't go anywhere in confined places now this is on the today show back in 2009 it's it's not that it's going to mexico it's you're in a confined aircraft when one person sneezes, it goes all the way through the aircraft. That's me. So from my perspective, this is Joe Biden back in 2009 talking about unnecessarily fueling 
panic. And remember, I mean, this was, I don't want to say that we shouldn't take coronavirus seriously. Please do not misunderstand. But there's a history of people overreacting, government officials even overreacting. And this is an example. So Biden continues. So from my perspective, what it relates to is mitigation. If you're out in the middle of a field when someone sneezes, that's one, that's one thing. If you're in a closed aircraft or closed container or closed car or closed classroom, it's a different thing. So anyway, he's basically telling people that they should avoid uh, traveling anywhere. This was back in 2009. Don't mis- you know, confuse that with, with what's happening today. But look, so, so there is a reason, of course, to be methodical, prepared, aware of what's going on without uh, going into pure pure panic mode uh, to the point really where Biden said don't even get in a back in with with the one of these flu uh it was swine flu swine flu not not to get in an airplane not to get in a confined space if someone sneezes it goes to the whole aircraft Biden tells us it's just interesting to me to compare and contrast as I'm listening to the view talk about you know criticize Mike Pence uh, for being the one that Trump has chosen to spearhead this uh, vice president Pence to to spearhead this uh, preparation for potential coronavirus spread or outbreak or what have you, I compare and contrast that. Imagine if Pence came out and said this. That's not a good thing. That's not what you want your leaders doing. That's what our leaders were doing back in two thousand and nine. So, but they're upset. People are upset that Pence is in charge. Some people say that they should have Trump should have appointed a medical doctor. I can okay understand that, but you know, look, a leader can Pence could immediately right beneath him, which he has right appointed um, an, an individual that has uh, that has experience. I think with I think he has uh, experience with the the AIDS virus, if I'm not mistaken. I read that yesterday, but you know, he can. There's leadership can transcend fields of expertise you surround yourself with the best experts but pence's job is to is to be an executive and a and a leader and a communicator on this stuff and that's a different skill set obviously than simply knowing the specifics medically what to do those are both important factors but anyway i want to talk a little bit about the i guess the fear of pence this needle exchange program in Indiana has come under fire. Pence basically has been blamed for the spread of HIV AIDS in southern Indiana years ago because of dirty needles um, and a needle exchange program that apparently you know, he didn't institute quickly enough or whatever. There's a big difference, by the way, between transmitting um, a virus to yourself through a dirty needle that you continually use or that your a community uses to inject um, illegal drugs versus catching a, a virus that transmits person to person. There's a, quite a big difference there. In fact, I would go as far to say that anyone who didn't use dirty needles in the injection of illegal drugs did not had absolutely zero risk of catching the infection. But it's a different different world nonetheless he's being attacked for that this is being politicized and even clapping clapping at the view when people hope people are hoping this is this is what's really pathetic people are hoping for 
bad news about this. People are there are people that are hoping for a stock market continued problem here because of coronavirus, all because of political um, motivations and so forth. And I think we're beginning to see that more and more. But I've got to take a time out. We'll talk about this, continue talking about this when we get back. You're listening to Home of Conservative, Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back. I should mention that this program is brought to you by the good folks at Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. Here we are. End of February, not the last day of February, because we have a leap year. Tomorrow being the 29th, happens once every four years, although it does not happen on the millennia, as I, well, it didn't happen in 2000, uh, because every thousand years you don't do it on the every fourth year, if you can follow all that stuff. But anyway, um, economy heating air I, what i'm saying is we're on the verge of spring i don't know you know the the old march comes in like a lion out like a lamb and in like a lamb out like a lion sort of thing temperatures all over the place here so i don't know what to tell you if you need to think about your furnace or your cooling system but either way either way if one of those are of concern to you at this particular point in time if they are crossing your mind heck we had the i had the fireplace running last night and i see it's going to be up near 60 here in a couple days. So whatever the case may be, whatever season you find in your home, consider the good folks at Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. You can find out more information by visiting their website, economyheatingandair.com, economyheatingandair.com. So everything's political, right? So coronavirus is political, um, and, and there are there's actual cheers, and I, I use the example on The View because Megan McCain – actually scolded those that she I don't think she really know who, who knew who was clapping but she said this could affect all of us right I mean she said that now Megan McCain's the one that why I certainly don't always agree with her 
Um, and I certainly never watch the program. But when I see clips, uh, she's the one that I at least find myself understanding in some way. Joy Behar and, and Whoopi Goldberg, I have you know no idea half the time what they're uh, talking about. I'm not sure that they do either, but... But um, Megan McCain's right here. This this could affect. Why why cheer this? I mean, what in the world are we dealing with? What type of mentality cheers for a virus, a virus to to spread, for Pence to? I think Joy Behar. It was her or Whoopi one. I, I don't even know. One of them was saying uh, Trump chose Pence to be the fall guy here. This is the end. This is the end of Pence's career because Trump apparently knows that coronavirus is going to get bad. He's appointed Pence, the loyalist Pence, who's not going to deviate from Trump. Although I'm sure next week they'll tell us that Pence is planning a secret campaign to become president and cut Trump out in 2020. This is the kind of stuff – I mean it's all over the board. I remember back when Trump was choosing, right, choosing a running mate. Remember the old, uh, the wisdom at the time from all the talking heads that knew so much was, oh, no one's no one wants this job. This is a death sentence. This is a political death sentence for whoever takes whoever takes the VP uh, choice or nominate not well the nomination I guess from Trump. Whoever takes this is going to be completely ruined for the rest of their political lives. This is a death sentence. Then of course Trump wins. Of course, he only won because of Russian collusion. We all know that, right? Of course, blah, blah, blah. Going on your phone, some Russian ad pops up, Pokemon Go ad. I see these people sometimes when I'm jogging at the park doing Pokemon Go. One time they were out in front of the place where I get my hair cut. There's 50 people out there playing Pokemon Go. I had a conversation with them to understand what they were doing. Doesn't particularly interest me, but... They were having a good old time. I'm so close to just asking the group, raise your hand if you think that you were tricked into voting for Trump because of playing Pokemon Go. I want to see a show of hands over here. So this whole thing, right, it's one thing after another. Now it's the end of end of Pence. I think Joy Behar said this because he's going to be leading the fight against coronavirus. Trump knows that he's destined to fail. He's going to make him the fall guy, and I guess that's the end of the end of Mike Pence. And you can almost sense, I don't know if I even want to say almost sense, I think you can sense a bit of glee and joy from this. They, they think that that's possible outcome or they trick themselves into believing that that's going to be the outcome. And so they're kind of hoping for this in a weird, sick, twisted sort of way. You know, whoever was president on 9-11, I wanted that president to respond appropriately to those who caused the damage and death and destruction at the World Trade Towers and at the Pentagon and on board those aircraft in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. I wanted them to bring those individuals, those organizations, Al-Qaeda, whatever, to justice, right? Didn't matter to me. Of course, it was a Republican at the time, but it would not have mattered one bit to me if it was Al Gore, had he won, had they stolen the election from Bush by the hanging Chad counts, in Florida back in 2000. So I don't get this. I don't get this, but everything is political. By the way, talking about everything being political, I saw 
I actually saw. You can't make this stuff up. I saw. Oz is going to like this. Oz is a fan of Garth Brooks. Oz, have you seen the story on Garth Brooks at the concert? Garth Brooks was at a concert. Uh, I don't know if it was last night. Recently. Sat- no, no, no. Saturday night. He's on stage in Detroit. Detroit. So there's a football team in Detroit. I bet Oz even knows the football team in, the, in Detroit. Do you know the I'm getting looks. That's a look that I don't want to see again. But So there's a football team in Detroit, and that's the Detroit Lions. There was a player back in the day, actually, ironically, my favorite player of all time, the most exciting player I think there's ever been to watch on the football field. Number 20, his name was Barry Oz. What was his last name? Sanders, Barry Sanders. Okay, she got that with a little help. Barry Sanders. So Garth wears, Garth wears number twenty Sanders jersey onto stage because he's in Detroit. In fact, I think they actually honored Barry Sanders during the concert. As I'm reading this Fox News story, and they they posted this on what Instagram, I guess, and they show Garth walking out onto stage. And it's a picture from behind, and it says Sanders 20, right? <laughs> so it says Sanders, and the number is 20. And people on Instagram, I think this is where this took place. It could have helped ha- uh, taken place on other social media as well. Start responding with things like this. Lost some respect with that jersey. If this is for Bernie Sanders, I'm done with you. I thought you were a true American that loves our country. Right, so these are the sorts of responses he gets for wearing a Barry Sanders jersey. Barry Sanders happened to have the last name of Sanders. He happened to be number twenty. It's not a campaign jersey for for Bernie Sanders in the year twenty twenty. So anyway, everything's political, including this coronavirus, including this uh, hatred for Pence. And almost a little bit of a little bit of glee and cheering, hoping that he fails, hoping that he fails. It's a it's a sick and disgusting thing. Again, used to you said all politics ends at the water's edge. Today, that is not the case. It even permeates into Garth Brooks concerts, which of course, I mean, happens on both sides. Because these are these are folks that are not Bernie fans that are saying, "Hey, why is?" Garth out there promoting Bernie Sanders. No, he's he's not doing that. He's wearing a Barry Sanders football jersey. So, politics, politics, politics. Some people are so blinded by the rage, so blinded by their political rage against Trump or sometimes against others, as we've seen in the Garth story, that all, all ability, all ability to... I guess reason or just see things somewhat objectively seems to go to go out the window. Megan McCain was right on the view. You shouldn't be cheering for the coronavirus because it will hurt the Trump administration or the markets. Why? I mean, this is just silly. I mean, I remember, you know, you've heard Bill Maher before say that he's willing and actually hopeful for a recession if it gets us to avoid a President Donald J. Trump in a second term. You've heard other people say this as well. So this is the mentality that we're up against. It's almost like a, to a certain degree, a kamikaze fighter. That's what we're 
dealing with in some circles. Again, as this, we're still trying to get the full scope of what the coronavirus is going to look like and what the real threat is and what we can do to stop ourselves. There's some that are cheering when they think that we might not be able to prevent this from being a big problem because, in, especially in an election year, it could hurt Trump. Reprehensible, if you ask me. I've got to take a break. Listen to the home of conservative, not better talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back. Still don't believe me that people are trying to politicize the coronavirus. How about we look at this headline? Opinion piece, New York Times. Let's call it Trump virus. Let's call it Trump virus. Subheading, if you're feeling awful, you know who to blame. Written by uh, Gail Collins, a opinion columnist. Uh, there will be, well, doesn't say here that they're good opinions, but she does have an opinion. Um, as we're about to find out, it's not a very good one. But nonetheless, I'm going to read a bit of this to you. So, our coronavirus czar is going to be dot, 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 Mike Pence. Feeling more secure? I know full well the importance of presidential leadership, the vice president said as soon as he was introduced in his new role. Totally qualified. Again, reading from this piece in the New York Times. First criteria for every job in this administration is capacity for praising the gloriousness of our commander-in-chief. Yeah, when you think of Mike Pence, you maybe don't think about pandemic fighter supreme. But as President Trump pointed out repeatedly, he has already run Indiana. Well, it probably could have been worse. Having a czar does make you feel there's somebody in charge. At least Trump didn't come before the cameras and announce solemnly, today I'm asking every American to cross your fingers. Our president, that made Oz laugh. Our president had to be going crazy over a problem that involves both declining stock prices and germs. This is the guy, after all, who thinks shaking hands is, quote, barbaric, who is followed around by AIDS bearing sanitizer. 
During his press conference, he told the story of a fever-ridden supporter who gave him a hug. Do you think it was an apocryphal fantasy? Either way, the idea has been haunting him forever. Meanwhile, he's come up with a totally new explanation for the stock market skid. It turns out investors were not frightened so much by the pandemic as the Democratic debate. Well, I'm sure I'm sure investors were panicked by the Democratic debate insofar as they see the front runner as they see the front runner as a socialist as, as, as a socialist who if he wins heaven help us heaven help us this can't this can't happen we can't have a socialist president i mean we can technically we shouldn't and our founders would be absolutely sickened by this possibility but nonetheless it's certainly reasonable to think i mean after watching i'm sorry i'm pausing here i just the amount of your head being in the sand your head being buried in the sand to where you witnessed eight years of the great barack obama and four years of not even four three years of president trump and you compare and contrast the economies you compare and contrast the markets. Remember when Obama and his team told us that, what, 1% GDP or whatever it was was going to be the new normal? I mean, the stock market, Trump has, Trump has, all Trump has done, and I want to make clear on this, this is not, having a president do things that are, is good for the market doesn't mean that he's the one calling all the shots and everyone's following specifically his instructions, top-down economy. All it means is that the guy took his hand and pulled the lid off the thing, pulled the lid off of the top of the economy, and he said, go and do your thing. I'm not, I don't know how to run your companies. You know how to do this. Go innovate. Go invest. Go explore. Go drill, right? Drill, baby, drill. This is why America is now a net exporter of oil and natural gas. It's why it's why you haven't heard a lot of well, you haven't heard a lot of things in your life that are directed to what the OPEC folks are focused on doing. Right? This was just one tiny example. You look at the stock market it has dropped in recent days. It has dropped in recent days and Certainly, there's fear over the coronavirus. I think that that's undeniable. But it's also undeniable that investors are not happy with the idea of a socialist who wants to take wealth from whomever and give it to whomever the you know, about the glorious dictator ruler. It's the person who thinks that he knows enough to, deter, to to determine how much he can take from you, from your business, from your neighbor's business, whatever. And then reallocate that because of some fairness principle, some network of or some series of spreadsheets that he's got in his office. This is probably why Bernie thinks it takes two hours to do a simple math problem. There's so much calculation as to, in, in, in determining who and what is fair, I guess. Of course, this puts fear in the heart of investors. doesn't mean that coronavirus doesn't either. But anyway... I digress here. Trump says, I'm going back to the article, I think the financial markets are very upset when they look at the Democrat candidates standing on the stage making fools out of themselves, Trump told reporters. Of course, 
Of course that is a reality. Of course they are. But again, it doesn't mean that coronavirus hasn't caught their attention and created fears and concerns as well. Plus, going back to the article here, that virus thing is not necessarily, she writes, a big deal. What really shocked him, Trump said, was his discovery that the flu in our country kills 25,000 people to 69,000 people per year. So the problems are the Democrats and the flu. The answers are Mike Pence, she writes, and reminding the public once again that Nancy Pelosi's district has a big homeless problem. I'm not going to read this whole stupid article opinion piece, but again, the headline is, let's call it Trump virus. If you're feeling awful, you know who to blame. Again, you, you sense a little bit of glee over this. It's true. It's sick stuff. I mean, who, I, I'm telling you there are people, as much as I hate to say this, there are people that see this as an opportunity for political advantage. And they are, they might be doing it reluctantly if they have any degree of heart. But there are others that are just out there clapping like they were at The View, clapping for a potential problem for the Trump administration between the market's response to uh, coronavirus and the coronavirus itself. What type of a person? Are these the types of people you want choosing our leaders or God forbid if their leaders are feeling the same way, are these the people you want leading this country? They have a problem with Trump. This is this is as low as it gets. And Oz just gave me a look in a second or third shake of her uh, phone over here telling me it's time to take a break. So I'm going to do that. Listening to the home of conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people but is helping your people become the right people. My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. Welcome back. You know, thinking about these things, talking about these things, the cheering that's going on with over coronavirus, the clapping at the view, it reminds me reminds me of Rahm Emanuel, right? Remember that infamous quote 
He's been attributed to uh, having said, never let a crisis go to waste. Never. Never let a crisis go to waste. This actually could be, in my opinion, one of the pillars of today's modern radical left. This is a pillar of faith for the radical left. Never let a crisis go to waste. No matter what the cost, no matter what the result, no matter what the consequence, never let an opportunity like this, a crisis, go to waste. Never let it go to waste. Ever. Ever. These folks, for some of these folks, I'm telling you the radical left, this is the closest thing they have to a religion. This is the closest thing they have to a religion. And in their mind, their mind, Trump has taken the the helm, right? Trump has taken control. He's he's hijacked. He's hijacked. I'm talking about the radical left. I'm not talking about your run-of-the-mill Democrat. I'm talking about the radical ultra-leftist who thinks he or she knows best for your life. And if you don't let them run your life, you're at risk of destroying your planet. That's really, I'm telling you, that might sound like hyperbole, but there's a there's a big dose of truth in that. They think that if you don't let them, you don't let them run more of your life, tax you more, you're going to destroy your planet, you're going to destroy your country, you're going to, who knows, whatever other crisis that they will insert, and then, of course, not let that crisis go go to waste. That's how they operate. They see Trump, again, as one that has come in and taken over their holy institutions of government, and they see him as a bit of a blasphemer. What's happening, they cannot allow that to their holy institutions. Look, and there should be there should be dignity and respect in our in our institutions, no doubt. But they're not. Look, this is the the radical left views these as institutions that should be lorded over the rest of us. We should be subjected to the to the wisdom of those in bureaucratic positions, people who have the authority to make decisions that are of course going to impact all of us for the better. Of course, they never do. They never affect us all for the better, and I shouldn't say never. There's a few things here and there, but that's because there is a role for government. Government is, of course, by necessary uh, – is to some degree a necessary evil. It's one of the things we have to have this side of heaven. That's why you want it to be as limited as possible because man and women, mankind, humankind, whatever whatever you're supposed to say today. I don't even know. Whatever the wording is. But humankind, we've learned our nature, the nature of humanity is that absolute power corrupts absolutely. And so that's why our founders took all the steps they took to separate the powers within our government, create three co-equal branches of government, all this sort of stuff. The left doesn't like that. The left likes unified power. The left likes the ability to make decisions on behalf of others, they like to take something that belongs to someone and give it to someone else for whatever reason, ultimately for political expediency. But for whatever reason they create in their mind, they think that they're doing the world some good. They're helping people in ways that, you, you know, of course, that people wouldn't do on their own. And on and on this stuff goes. On and on this goes. But they will never, they will never let a crisis 
go to waste. They will never miss an opportunity. To paraphrase Rahm Emanuel, they will never make miss an opportunity to take advantage of a crisis so as to use it to their political advantage. And that, my friends, is absolutely reprehensible and sickening. Talking about a virus that has killed people. Talking about a virus that we don't understand yet. We're talking about a virus that I saw uh, people test positive for, even after they believed to have you know, survived it or you know, uh, been cured of it. 14% test positive a second time. There's so many things we don't know about this. And yet they're out there worried about politics, clapping at the view, writing op-eds saying that we should call it the Trump virus. Anyway, the most dangerous virus we're facing right now is an ideological virus that leads to this nonsense. We got to eradicate that one as well. I'm not minimizing coronavirus. Do not misunderstand. Something that needs to be understood, precautions taken, you know, being made, preparations, no panic. There's no need for that, but we need to understand that the there's a virus of an ideology going on around there as well. And it's that of socialism of big government and it's permeated this culture in ways that oftentimes the the victims, those that are carrying that virus don't even realize how much of, of their reason and sense that it's eaten up. Anyway, I got to take a break. Listening to Conservative Not Better Talk, I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely And I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand Precious Metals Guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. All right, so there are some other things I want to get to, and we'll do that at the beginning of the next hour, which um, you can listen to. You can become a subscriber of Total Access here by going to ToddHuffShow.com slash Total Access, and for just, what is it, 25 bucks a year, you can get access, digital access live to hour two of the program, which will begin here in the next, what, about six minutes. So, um, but we're going to talk Saturday, tomorrow, 
Tomorrow is the South Carolina primary, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit, talk a little bit about the super delegates and how they are, uh, well, fearful. The New York Times has done a piece. They interviewed almost a hundred um, super delegates in the Democrat Party, and there's a general consensus of fear and uncertainty. So I want to talk a little bit about that. There's some other things I want to get to as well, uh, time permitting. But uh, guys, as always, I appreciate you listening. Uh, Have a wonderful weekend, a great weekend. We'll update you Monday on the results of South Carolina, what that means if Biden wins here, as it appears he might. And then, of course, Super Tuesday comes really quickly next week. So music is telling me it's time to shut up. Have a great weekend. SDG. See you soon. An underperforming sales team can wreak havoc on your business. But what if the solution isn't finding the right people, but is helping your people become the right people? My friends at Sales Arbiter provide hands-on coaching and training designed to help your current sales team achieve success. They've helped our team immensely, and I think they can help your team too. If your sales team is struggling to grow in this competitive business environment, visit our friends at salesarbiter.com today. My friends, uncertainty is everywhere. The bond market crash that started in October is bigger than the dot-com bubble, the 08 financial crisis, and even the Great Depression. Bond market crashes came before each of these broader economic crises and recessions. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now. They are America's premier conservative gold company, BBB approved, and carry five-star ratings. Enjoy the lowest price guarantee whether you're seeking gold delivered directly to you or a precious metals retirement account. And don't miss their exclusive free metals match deal. Ask today. Call for a free, easy-to-understand precious metals guide, 844-977-GOLD, or go online to harvardgoldgroup.com. Discover wealth protection with gold and precious metals. Call Harvard Gold Group now.